this episode is both late and long, but moving on from that, the episode also features spoilers throughout, so uh, just a bit of warning on that one. Enjoy! Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project, a movie podcast about films the wider public haven't seen. We watch things you haven't... Watched. watched. <laughs> and I'll tell you if they're worth watching. That's not the usual spiel, that's new. This week's film is Society, a film from 1989, a comedy body horror. But what have we got as an icebreaker, Morgan? Actually, first of all, I'm Matthew Jelenic. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. I haven't worked this new, this new system out yet. I've got I to practice it. Talking to me. What do you got? Talking? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it is. Uh, so what is the unfunniest thing you were told in your youth that you now find funny? Can you think oh, of something oh, that yes, someone Christ. told you and you're like, that's terrifying? Like, you know how parents have some scare tactics yeah. of don't go out there because that's such and such or yep. those sort of things like that? Can you think of anything? Does anything stick out in your memory that you go, that was horrendous, mum, but I'm probably going to need some time to think because no, nothing for, immediately For me, like, there was the, the whole... Actually, it was funny when I was a kid. Because, like, your parents would be like, you don't play with it too much, it'll fall off. I was like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> use it as a sword, use it as a lasso, I don't know. That wasn't, like, a like a thing that would stop me. I was like, that'd be cool, I could smack it against my toy cars. That'd be awesome. Not realising it doesn't go back on, it has many more important purposes later in it's life. It's not a detachable penis. No. Detachable penis. I'll no, go, and, go for it. and you can have a bit more of it. I'm drawing a thick blank right now. That's all right. That's all right. Um, well, my nana is slightly crazy. Um, slightly. Probably a little bit more than slightly. As a kid, she told me um, I had to make sure my window was closed at night when I went to bed. You know, you might be thinking just a concerned nana worrying about me catching a chill, yeah? No, not at all. The reason was that in her strong belief... A man would come through my window at night and rape me and kill me. Okay. Now, in her defense, I was a very attractive, <laughs> blue-eyed, blonde child. But you don't tell those things to a four-year-old. That yeah. is something that will stick with them for life. And has. And yeah, has. That's, yeah, that's the sort of thing that you mask. That's your concern. Yeah, yeah exactly so just right. Tell them, you know, you you just shut the window. Just shut the you don't window. tell them why you're shutting the yeah. window. If that is actually your strong belief, I always yeah. say it's cold. I don't want you to catch a chill. Yeah, yeah. Use that first yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Shut it, and as you just think to yourself, no rapey man tonight. <laughs> you just hear from the bushes. Oh, fuck off! She shut the window, guys. My oh. one weakness: a closed window. <laughs> <laughs> oh nuts! Um, yeah, I told people about it later in life. Um, yeah, I, I often threaten people uh, that you know I will bring it up at a eulogy that I'm inevitably going to do at some point. Um, um, you know, at least she gave me some good material, I suppose. Yeah. I, I tell my cousins as well, they were lucky that they lived in South Australia and they didn't have as much <laughs> contact. Um, they were lucky they never got, you know, the rapey man threats. And that's what we refer to him now. The in a family man. joke, is the rapey man. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, Nana and wow. a rapey man stories. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they're obviously a little bit more in detail than that. That's yeah. just a, 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 the brief summary. But, yeah, she's a crackpot. That yeah. is... Lovely that is lady. Next, that's next level. <laughs> like, you could just... Scare him with the boogeyman or something. Yeah. Or not the rapey, rapey man. man. The boogeyman, oh, he'll get you. That's all you need to know. He'll get you. Yeah. That's, that's bad enough. But yeah. not he, a, the, the, the boogeyman may rape yeah. as well. <laughs> but but it's never mentioned. No. Not in detail. Tail? No. Damn it. Uh, Anything, Mikey? Nothing on the rapey man. <laughs> <laughs> not worth mentioning. No. 
<laughs> right All right, on to this week's film. Is your pick, Morgan? Yeah, Society, as you said, it's a 1989 body horror film uh, directed by Brian Yuzna. The film was uh, actually completed in 89 but not released till 92. Um, and Screaming Mad George was responsible for the special effects. Just thought I'd mention that because I it's did, such an awesome name. I did see that in the uh, opening credits. It's like, all right. It's Screaming Mad George. I don't know. <laughs> the um, Billy Warlock as yeah. your actual name. Name? Yeah. That's a pretty It is pretty good. Name. Um, so... The story is thus. Uh, Bill Whitney seems to have it all. His family is wealthy. He lives in a mansion in Beverly Hills, California. He's popular at his high school. He has a cute cheerleader girlfriend. He owns a Jeep Wrangler to drive around in. Despite this, he is seeing a therapist about the fact that he does not trust or fit in with his high society family. When he sits his boyfriend, Blanchard, gives him a surreptitiously recorded tape of what sounds like he, what sounds like his family's engaged in a vile, murderous orgy, Bill begins to suspect that his feelings are justified. He starts to investigate and discovers a world of lies and terror in the world of the rich. Anything you just want to add to that? Uh, I was going to say that it's potentially a film about a teen with general anxiety disorder, paranoid delusions and incestual tendencies on a journey of self-discovery. Yep, works for me as well. <laughs> Pretty good. Nothing. You guys Nothing. slammed it out the park. Good. Boo. So move on. Character that's performances. Do we need to lay any more groundwork there? No, I think that's pretty much it. I had a bit more to come, which will fill in a couple of blanks. Yeah. So straight on to characters, actors, and the yep. performances. Starting with... Billy Warlock! Billy Warlock as Bill Whitney. <laughs> oh, wait, I'll just add that. Uh, Billy Warlock, just to start off with, is one of the coolest names I have ever seen in acting. And he gets extra credit because you might just think that's a made-up name that is... Actually, his last name, not originally at birth, but his dad's last name is Warlock. So he just changed it to match his dad's last Damn, name. So that's cool. that is... <laughs> his dad is this cloaked figure with his moustache. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Uh, Alan. Alan what? Warlock. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, yep, Warlock. So it's, it's legit. It's legit. It's um, yeah, so Billy Warlock as, as Bill Whitney. What did we think? Uh, I got some slight uh, uh, young... Um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I was going to say he could have done. That, he yeah. could have done good in uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, I got a lot of that. Like it might just be the the the, um, the sound of his voice and just the way he delivers lines yeah. and the way he just sort of uh, carried himself yeah. when he was performing. Was, yeah, yeah, I felt very Michael J. Fox. Absolutely, like that sort of uh, especially the the little whines. Like, come on, come on, what are we going to be doing that for? Like that was so McFly. Yes, yeah. I felt and, strong. And also McFly. because uh, it's set in the eighties, some of the style and the hairstyle yeah. and that kind of thing, the way. He's, the big jacket and that kind of thing. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's very, very McFly. Um, so Bill, the character himself, he comes across as a bit of a crackpot. Mm-hmm. You can see where he's coming from by the end of the film. Yeah. Even at the start of the film, like there's some really weird vibes going on within the family that you're yes. like, if you were in that situation, you'd be like, there is something not right here. Because we've got to take it that uh, yeah. he's at, like, because that's when the movie starts, that's where you obviously notice him because the movie started. What you've got to remember is, this guy's been in the family for however long. Yeah. This isn't something new he's, that he's... He's been realising this for a while. He's already seeing a therapist. So yeah. what yeah. he's what he's thinking is odd. It's been going on for a while to drive him to a therapist. And potentially also within cinema, it could be that those uh, manifestations of his delusions for the audience to sit there and have that question of yeah. are these delusions or are... Or is, uh, but also, no, it's pretty much straightforward. And there, uh, there, there, was, there was one... Uh, to give some context to that, I don't think necessarily where he was seeing things that weren't there, and like when he bit into the piece of fruit in the in yeah. uh, in one there scene, was there was and there's like worms and slugs, slugs and shit in it. I was referring more to just the way his family interacted with each other. How yeah, yeah very incestuous, it's and very incestuous, and very father rubbing the daughter's shoulders a lot. 
Just wearing lingerie down. whilst wearing they were all wearing lingerie. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. All of that was real bizarre. Where there'd be some flags flying on that if you're in, if you're this kid. Or maybe it's his you know broken mind. Yeah, that's thing. <laughs> an innocent image exactly making right. it warped. His but it's not. Character did come across as whilst whilst he was obviously perceiving stuff that was going on. His character did come across as painted a bit as a jock, a bit dumb. Yeah, yeah like it. That was kind of what confused me with. He got painted as the jock character in that he's gone for student cats president. Everyone's cheering for him. He's wearing he's the, popular. the usual, yeah, popular. The, he's wearing the sports jacket, whatever, jacket. Yeah. whatever it is. That they, yeah, that was, I like. I did like the fact that they didn't make him a footballer. They made him a basketballer because yeah. of like he's like you're not, not big enough. You're not big enough to be a footballer. He could be a quarterback. They're not huge. Like at least some arms. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah. So they made him out as that, but then the dynamic kind of shifted a little bit when I guess he's quote-unquote rival came into it where they, they kind of had to change his dynamic from being the jock to being the outcast all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. which was bizarre. A bizarre. Yeah, that was a weird handbrake turn. Yeah. But like, popular! Not, not as not popular. because it's convenient to the narrative that you're going to What I was getting more getting at with the, the dumb character, he's the kind of character that goes into the dark, rapey house by himself. Um, you know, the one that's got he the... He doesn't close the window. At yeah, night. he doesn't close the window. He's the one that has a, so- a serial killer in it and he screams, Hello! Is anybody there? Marco! I'm here! Unarmed! <laughs> I was going to face the door now. Yeah. It, down that's to my toes. His character comes across as. Um, the acting in it is B-grade uh, for most of the movie. He, but he isn't. He isn't B-grade shit. No. He's like the... We'll get into it a bit later, but yeah. he's like but sort of the rest of the movie, just B grade, B minus yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, not, he's not trolls too. Oh my God, bad. Yeah. But he's not, you know, Kelsey Grammer good. I'm of course referring there to Kelsey Grammer's portrayal of Beast in the X-Men franchise. Star quality. He's, he's not fucking uh, Billy Zane in Megaville. No, <laughs> no <laughs> certainly not. At the same, few, at the, few are. <laughs> at the same uh, era, yeah, the character in itself, though, it, it, he, he's a bit of a mishmash, but he, he's really there as a steering wheel. He does more than just be the steering wheel, mm. but the character is yeah. the steering wheel to drop you through um, this this life and get you to an end point at the end. And I think Billy Warlock does a decent job of providing that. Yeah. 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 One of the things that led me to why he was decent is just or the character was decent. Uh, Bill gives the tape to his therapist, Dr. Cleveland. Um, he, this is the... The, the his sister's ex-boyfriend has, has recorded a tape of this uh, mysterious orgy yeah, he, he put a uh, microphone in her earring and that kind of thing because he's sort of no, he's been starting to notice things as well mm. uh, and he tries to alert Billy and gives him a tape or plays a tape to him of some weird shit sounding stuff is going down uh, Billy takes the tape and it's like, well, I'm going to go investigate this and takes it to his therapist and gives it to him. You know, and the, the thing was that he, like, he gives it to the therapist, um, you know, and after he listened to it, it sounded like this, um, you know, murderous orgy. When he comes back for his appointment, Doc Cleveland plays a tape back and the audio has now changed and it contains the sounds of his sister Jenny enjoying her coming out party. Not that kind of party. It's a debutante um, ball. Yeah, the mm. kind of party coming out to society. But it, he wasn't, like, he, his character was smart enough to go, hang on a second. I know what I heard. I know I what have I heard. a witness. Yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. he wouldn't have freaked out and given it to me if that's all it was. Yeah. So his character, whilst dumb in a lot of ways, yeah. isn't but sh- then, stupid. Yeah, he's also not smart enough to go, huh? The person I gave the tape to and played it back, it's different. 
and in front of this person picks up the phone calls, calls the person goes hi I need another one person's name yeah I'll meet you here give me another one cool right alright I've got to go get the tape I'll be back moving Bill, on Bill. from Billy Warlock uh, Ben Slack as Dr. Cleveland I think he was probably one of the picks of the other characters yeah. throughout the rest yep. of the movie there are other characters yeah. with the exception of obviously Billy and um, uh, Clarissa who we'll get into in a second he's only the other one that gets uh, I suppose a lot of yeah. screen time both by mm. himself a little bit yeah. and well, well he's one of the, the character one of the major uh, sort of narrative bouncing boards for Bill like yeah. Bill at the at the start is the one uh, he's the person that Bill can uh, unload on and sit there and go I have these thoughts and feelings and you know basically exposition and there's a reason for it because there's a therapist going yes tell me your problems and then also he's that midpoint narrative device where it's like you're the one person I can trust dun, dun, dun. Dun. and then later on it's like oh I'm the one who gets to tell you all the fun stuff friend yeah um, I really liked this guy in in this little role like I thought it was really good you know it, the ca- the character himself you know being the therapist you just shouldn't trust the guy to start off with because therapist has the word rapist in it um, you know so never trust I think it's actually the rapist the rapist yeah. it is that's yeah. the rapist yeah. yeah so yeah the the guy is a good diversionary character um, you know because he does provide you some twists and turns yeah. in in the thing like another character we'll get onto in a second mm. but he he's crucial to the you know the, your orchestration of events yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, without him, sort of, you'd struggle to get to the end point because of the trust Billy has in this character in a way. The kind of the issue that I have with this character, at least with his dialogue with the main character, is that he says that I'm the only one that you can trust, but at the same time does everything screaming don't trust me yeah. yes exactly I can right. say it's very open that this guy is working against you even with the very. Uh, manipulative language he uses yeah. on Billy throughout the entire movie. And, and do you think someone with severe paranoia, you know, I mean, it's not unwarranted paranoia, but paranoia would be the person going, Hang on, fuck off, <laughs> fuck yeah. off. Um, at one point in the movie as well, he also plays a borderline Joker character, like in yeah. the, in the yeah. Jack Nicholson vein, and his makeup, um, because, you know, something's happened to him, gives him this uh, massive smile. Yeah. Uh, he, Huge Chelsea sort of grin, yeah. Yeah, and the way he's uh, having fun at that point oh, in the yeah. movie, it, 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 it is Nicholson-esque. Absolutely. And mm. had that even came out yet? Because this is 89. What you did the first Batman come out? Well, 90 maybe. No, it was, it was 89. Shot. It was 89. 89. Okay, yeah. Maybe it had just come out. Eh? But it, was, it definitely felt like inspired a little bit by that sort of look and the the playfulness that it had possibly yeah. wasn't yeah. at all but i just got that vibe first yeah, thing yeah. i thought yeah, was yeah, like it was like, it was absolutely a, a nicholson sort of the, the giggle and the laugh and the he's making puns as he's knocking him down and that kind of thing so move on to devon d vasquez as clarissa carolyn uh the love interest for bill in this film uh, I really liked this character because you were thinking, you know, is she a double agent? Is she good? Is she bad? And you weren't totally sure where her her allegiances lied. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, often you get that, and then it's oh, she is the bad girl, and then very rarely actually is this character actually in love with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, mm. it, it sort of I was playing you. Yeah, exactly right, and it, it was refreshing to see this sort of differentish character. Mm. Um, won't tell you exactly how it plays out, but you know it becomes clearer towards the end of the f- end of the film, and you know, okay, it's going to definitely go this way. Yeah. But you were definitely not sure, and there were some scenes that you were like, okay, what? Yeah, uh, as a as a general character, did we like her as a character? Yeah, gave me Alyssa Milano vibes. Mm, definitely, bit of a monobrow. Maddie likes monobrow. 
Jones. <laughs> um, I can't see that well. <laughs> uh, Tim Bartle as Blanchard, the ex-boyfriend of the sister. This character got one of the most disturbing and disgusting deaths I have ever seen in yeah, a movie. He reminds me of Alyssa Milano. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one giant Without giving around. too much away, uh, the creatures in this film aren't alien. They're yeah. simply another humanish species. And that if you are rich or a rich person, you are more than likely one of these creatures. Yeah, part of the society. The wealthy party guests in this film... So what's happened is, is Blanchard has, as, as we've said, given, given Billy a tape. Um, Billy then reveals to his therapist uh, that he's going to get another tape off Billy. Uh, an accident is, is orchestrated and, and, and staged, and he is, um, he's kidnapped. Uh, and, but we don't know if he's dead, because there's a funeral. There's a body at the funeral. But they touch the face and it falls apart. Say, who pokes a corpse at a funeral? Exactly right. Who does that? Every time there's an open casket. Every time. You just poke, poke the face. I've yep. never been to a place where there's been an open casket. I've never been to a funeral with an open casket. I, there's, I haven't actually yet, but they've always been, do you want to view? And I'm like, yeah, them. I got some poking to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cold. So. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. There, there's, sure? there's another party Jeez. going on. Anyway, so Blanchard's brought out as like an entree. Um, and the wealthy party guests strip their underwear and begin shunting. Uh, the, the rich like literally feed off the poor. They physically like deform and meld with each other as they suck the nutrients out of Blanchard's body. And they actually like become attached to his yeah. body, like mosquitoes, I suppose, yeah. in a, in a sense, and, mm. and suck it from him. It was greasy and slightly stomach turning. It wasn't gory as such, no. but it had the same feels on you as gore was mm. is supposed to get you. Mm. It, it was just definitely yeah, stomach these turning, writhing gelatinous masses combining with his and as each other's as he starts to like scream and, and sort of spread and his internals, yeah, dissolving. So he's just this. Blob. Mike's like, yeah, you can see the squeam in his yeah, face. I, this man, the, one thing with this movie is it's bad at subtlety, and it. <clears throat> It go yeah, it kind of keeps true to that. And this is the least subtle thing in the world. It's just yeah. really in your face. Incoming really gross scene. It's gross. It is. It is <laughs> gross. Like, and, and as I said, like it, this is a, this is a gorish film. But I don't class this as gore. There was just there was no real blood. It was no. just skin sort of uh, stretching and melting. And, and it was and just the thought of the. I think the more the thought of what they were doing yeah. was disgusting. They were like. He was alive. They were eating. They were sucking nutrients yeah. out of him while he was alive, and he was basically whilst just, they were all fucking at the same time. Yeah, because they get turned on by eating yeah. water and. Well, we should probably say in the tape that they've played, the original recording revealed that uh, her coming out party was basically a huge, violent sex orgy. Mm-hmm. Yes, but involving both the daughter and her parents and their friends, and, and some, some shunting was probably involved. And, and they, yeah, they and they, you can hear screaming and that sort of thing. It's like. Oh, cool. They were Murder feeding someone. Yeah. yeah, right. And having said all that, the most disgusting part of the movie was when Billy goes into the psychiatrist's office, takes a bite out of that piece of fruit, and then immediately just puts it back, back in, in the there. Back in there! Who puts it back in there? Who does that? That is disgusting, and I won't have a bar of it. Okay. Well, you have to remember, it's also... Uh, it was two reasons he did that. Well, one, earlier he discovered the, the rotten core, which was all delusion, and then he bites into this one. There's no rotten core. He's happy. He's going to consume the apple, and then... The psychiatrist brings up his family, and he's not willing to bite in the apple again because it's probably going to have a rotten core. But still, why would you put it back under the pile? Oh, yeah. Be disgusting. a decent human being. Disgusting. Put it in the bin. Use your basketball skills to hock it into the nearest <laughs> bin and be like, clearly I'm a jock. Any more you want to say on Blanchard? 
He doesn't have a. He's a smart enough character. The guy's switched on, and the character has played quite well and convincing. Are we still on the psychiatrist? I thought we switched to. No, we're on Blanchard. Blanchard the oh yeah, sorry. Friend yeah, the friend. Recorded. Right. Oh, sorry, I got the names confused. Uh, nah, like he was your classic. Clearly, I'm not the. Uh, I'm the sidekick sort of friend because I'm the chubbier one. <laughs> um, any other characters you really want to touch on? Because it's all just sort of. There's a there's a sister. Mm-hmm. There's a mother. There's a there's a father. They're all weird, incestuous. They can all be wrapped up in that. That's basically just awkward um, and weird. There's yeah. uh, Clarissa's mother, who is, I suppose, part of society. Yeah, but she's got she's a, hair some obsessed. Sort of mental illness, and she's mm-hmm. hair obsessed, and uh, basically looks like a bit of a nuff nuff. Um, put it nicely. She looks like a shaved uh, version of the singer Meatloaf with some makeup and <laughs> high hair. <laughs> um, the other character I think worth mentioning, and he doesn't have a massive part in it, but I, I seriously liked his little cameo in it. It was the ju- the guy who played the judge. Um, yeah, he yeah. was good. He was charismatic. He was charismatic. He was funny. He got involved in the disgustingness of the yeah. Blanchard scene. Mm. Um, and quite, knocked it up a notch too. Knocked it up a notch and gave you that extra gut turn mm. to just... Make you want to vomit. Fisted a man so hard, his fist came out the mouth. Yes, this is when they'd already got impliable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I believe that's the word they even use. They even use pliable. Oh, yeah. he's pliable. And that's the judge. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready for my my, yeah, my yeah, entry yeah, now. Yeah, he comes down and goes. Now let's get to the bottom of the matter and <laughs> gets a fist up him. Um, oh, yeah. The fuck, did you make us watch? <laughs> <laughs> Looks <laughs> and tone. Uh, what do we think? Sorry. Uh, overall, like the his beer's good. Uh, the, <laughs> the the overall way that it was sh- uh, overall way it was shot was pretty stock standard. There was nothing too crazy until the uh, effects scene started to play out, uh, especially that that big crescendo with the eating of uh, Blanchard. And everything. There's a few interesting shots in that where, uh, for example, Bill's lying on the floor, the judge is leaning over him, but they've angled the camera such that that looks like they're facing uh, facing each other. Yeah. But it's just an angled shot. And, so that was very, very well done. But overall, uh, generally, just how it was shot, it's pretty, pretty stock standard. Pretty just your sunny sort of. I think it's Miami, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Beverly Hills. Beverly, yeah, that's yeah, right. Beverly sorry. Hills. Um, I think for the era uh, and, and the creatures they were trying to create, most of it was done fairly well. Um, mm. Whilst disgusting, the shunting scene was done mm-hmm. well in its rubbery, elastic, practical yeah, effects, effects way. Was great. Done, um, uh, the way the fingers were going into Blanchard's body, like he was becoming pliable and waxy, mm-hmm. um, that was done very well. It was such a simple thing to do, but just gave it that extra effect of what they were doing, just to add to that to that scene. It didn't need adding to, but it was, you know, <sighs> yep, he's losing his uh, nutrients. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Christ. as an inside-out scene was quite visceral. Um, that mm-hmm. was done in the lead up to it, whilst rubbery and practical. Again, what you're working with, you're not reliant on special effects at this point i think was done extremely well where it was let down was the bedroom scene yeah um i think they used all the budget yeah well the bill comes across the these three creatures i won't go into who they are but he comes across three creatures that have that have joined these creatures um have the ability to become like pliable during feeding during sex and when they're in water yeah um they they get a bit a, a bit rubbery and elastic yeah. and they love having sex yeah um so basically they can combine mr. bodies yeah. they can combine and meld and sort of yeah. uh mix with like a mr fantastic play-doh sex kind of thing yeah. like i'm gonna have your arms you're gonna have my face on your back let's do it there's this one creature and it's basically two humans that have melded together um mm. when it's shot up close it's fine because it's just on the actor's uh actual heads 
when it pounds out, it was this horrible. It looked like Jason Voorhees's face. Yeah. Um, it was this rubber mess that resembled a half melted wax dummy, pretty much. It was just like, like, why didn't you just keep her face? Yeah. Like, I, like, didn't? Why didn't you just attach a bodysuit with arms on it and just keep her face? It would have looked. A lot better. Better. Uh, mm. Unless the actress wasn't available at the time or Possibly. something. Or... Um, you got the feel of what I was going for, but that was... there was It was there, only... There was also one part where it's because her legs are a man's arms. Yes. So it's clearly just a guy doing a handstand. Stand, yeah. That yeah. sort of stuck some stuff onto him. Um, like, okay, fair enough. But you could have just like get, him, get her to like rest her chin on his nutsack. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But look, it, admittedly, bit. this is only... Three short shots that yeah. last a total of ten seconds. Being yeah. ruined the yeah. film. That no, didn't ruin the film, <laughs> but you were like, ah, that. With with a couple of other things that let it down, which we'll go into. That was one of the things, looks wise for me. That yeah, it just let them down. For the most of it, though, I think they got what they were going for. Yeah. Um, for the vast majority of it, it was disgusting and it was well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It was. Yeah, the most surreal and gory scene is is the shunting. Uh, I read that um, Brian. Even just saying shunting. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Yasna based this on his nightmares. What kind of fucked up nightmares does this director have? Like, I, seriously. I mean, um, and well a, done to him to be able to put his nightmare on, on, on film screen. like that. Oh, yeah. uh, the sequence uh, was also further inspired by um, the great masturbator as apparently a Dali painting, oh. which I'm going to have to have a look at. It's just a portrait <laughs> of me. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of I would thought to describe it as like the inside of a, like an alien spaceship. Where like the yeah. walls and stuff have made out of bionic like yeah. like biomaterial matter and it's just all mushy yeah. shit on there. Pulsy but masses. they're people. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Anyways. Uh any okay, more to say a Play Doh factory. Uh any more looks? looks? Uh no. No, we're good. we're good. Tone. 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 Uh it it did well, I think, at the start to sort of establish this sort of vaguely eerie sense, and I was early on expecting more from the film I was like Same. okay this is mm. is this going to be like a psychological thing is it all just manifestations of his his own things in fact i've got a spiel of, of what those uh what what his internal demons were uh but then it didn't it, it sort of just quickly went no 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 this is your classic there's evil creatures around yeah i've, I've got to have like my a, friend and we're gonna figure this thing out if they played into it is it psychological is it not a lot more it would have really helped the movie a lot but it kind of really went into a yeah everyone's actually against you and everyone is bad yeah and it kind of ruined it's you against the man man did you have any uh, alternate names uh no I had a good one but it would have just been confused for a porno it was fucking and sucking um (laughs) see where I'm going with that yeah definitely easy to confuse so they gotta learn how to do subtlety (laughs) 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 definitely yeah um Overall, though, tone. Any more to say on tone? No, no. They did do alienating a teenager quite well. Yeah. If he's suffering with psychological issues, they did quite well in making the audience or me feel that a bit alienated through the character as well, which I thought they did really well. Uh, It was, as I said, with the subtlety thing, it was a mystery, but it wasn't a, is there a mystery? It was a, a there's a mystery here and we're not telling you what it is. Wink, wink. Yeah, like it's very in your face. It so. is, it is, it is. Um, like a nutsack, just 
in your face. Well, if you, especially if there's a man doing a handstand and you've got to provide your face for yeah. the monster. I sort of had that at the start of the movie in the opening credits, so they yeah. kind of give you like a kind of obscured shot of these shunting. And there's just a, what I can only describe as a big alien nutsack hanging from the middle <laughs> yeah. of the screen. Okay. Yeah, the, the opening role, the opening credits, so directed by, written by, and I was saying, is over. Uh, over these vague shots of this sliding mass of human, vaguely human figures, but this it's distorted and twisted in parts. And because it goes on so long, you start to realize that there's this swinging mass top center <laughs> of the screen. And Mike's right, I'm pretty sure it's, it's got to be scrotum. Yeah, it's a, definitely. Oh. Tone for me was... What's shunting him out without scrotum, though? That's, That's true. It. That's it. Tone for me uh, is overall fine. Um, it was some horror. It was some comedy. The butthead joke with the dad was bizarre oh. and weird, but so absurd it was comical. Yeah. Um, I had a giggle at it. I, like, I'd seen it before. Like, it's ridiculous. And in the situation that it happens, you're like, what? Whoa. But I found it amusing. Yeah. I think the part that I got that I actually only really laughed at was... Um, Bill's friend is playing pranks on him throughout the film, doing different things like a shrunken head in his locker and a sex doll in his car and all this weird shit. And at one point, it's like a it's like a Ken doll or a little a little doll with like a, a, screw, a screw in it. Head. And he's like, "Fuck!" And he like throws it into his jeep, and then it just goes yeah. as, it, as it hits the chair. And I was like, "That's pretty funny." <laughs> it's just well timed and unexpected. Other um, than that, thanks, Foley workers. <laughs> I think it wasn't trying too hard to be either a horror or a comedy, and it felt nicely in between. Usually I hate when they're not trying to be either, but I think for this it sort of worked for it, that it wasn't trying to be either. Um, Yeah, it was bizarre, had disturbing points, but I enjoyed it overall. It's a bit of a mix of like paranoia, black humour, satire, angor, all sort of shunted together. Shunt. On a bunch of shunts. (laughs) Um, Okay, overall. Overall. Uh, I think it was an interesting piece of cinema, <laughs> uh, especially the effects during the shunting scene, that kind of thing. I mean, it was an interesting piece of cinema, especially for those effects scenes. Overall, though, there's a lot left on wanting. Like, it yes. sort of felt mm. quite slow. Yeah. And then and like, just at the end, just went. It was like, build, build, Pacing was a big issue. Oh my God. It's like, I've got some information. And now I'm gonna stand around for a because second. It kind of they made Attention. it made it very clear within the first 20, 30 minutes that this huge mystery and everyone's conspiring against him. And then it takes another fifty minutes for it to actually start to tell you what it is. And then everything is explained within three minutes. Yeah, in one scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus! The pacing in this movie is all over the shop. Yeah, it is. It, it's a bit whiplashy. That's yeah. for sure. I yeah. overall I enjoyed the movie. Um. I, I liked that they created a, a, a totally new sort of creature. Like, it, it, I don't remember seeing anything massive. It's slightly vampirish. They're slightly mm. uh, something else I could probably think of. A within, rhythm, like, within folklore, uh, a ghoul is probably the closer one. Yeah. I, it is a flesh, usually dead flesh, though. Yeah, it's but just a. Okay, I like what they sort of created, and like, this movie would have been a lot better with like uh, a bit more backstory yeah. or the backstory having coming. 30 minutes 40 minutes in a bit of extra backstory then you can have that bit at the end just give you a bit more to start lets you digest it through yeah like if they had a slowly released info rather than this family's really fucking weird there's something going on here right at this get go what what sort of family has the mum dad and daughter laying in the master bed 
in massaging lingerie. each other in, in lingerie. lingerie. It's, yeah. it's, if, if they had been like presented as a normal family and then showed little bits here and there that could be all in his like head. Like daughter giving the dad head. Exactly. That's perfectly normal. God damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if it had been that and then it kind of like dribs and drabs, like was that him imagining it or was it? Yeah. But no, it's like it's right from the scapegoat. You, yeah. You'd not or, or Or some more of those bait and switches rather than just the blatants. Yeah. Have him sort of do like a double take and everything's back to normal. It's like, well, they sort of did that in the sense, yeah. um, because you know, there's a few things throughout that I suppose they don't release information as as dialogue, but they release information as visual effects. Yeah. Now, the, the issue is it is that he is seeing um, grubs and slugs in fruit and yeah. double taking, and not and that's there, fine. Yeah. and that's fine. So that makes you wonder what he's seeing yeah, the yeah. people in his family. He's a scene with his sister in the shower. He's watch. He walks in to tell her something. Well, he's trying to get some suntan lotion, and he looks into the frosted window of her. And shower. she's twisting unnaturally. Yeah. Uh, like she, her, her top half's playing with her bottom half, half. but she's playing it's with the her butt. Way, but it's the wrong way around. around. Um, her, so her you know, back that. butt is her front butt. Yeah, you notice that, and you're like, and then it goes back to. You know, he opens it up to check on her, I think, isn't it? Yeah, like, he's like, what the fuck? Opens it and she's, and she's normal. there quite normally. I feel like the only time they actually did that well is at one point when he gets near, closer to the end of the film where he gets drugged and he wakes yeah. up in hospital and he sees like a bunch of doctors or something talking behind uh, to, to the, the screen. Yeah. yeah. And then he pulls the screen back and there's no one there. It's like that. If you had done that with all the other scenes, it would have been a lot more believable because that would be that would be impossible yeah. to happen. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. you couldn't just immediately yeah. make uh, six people disappear. It was room. also really good with uh, after he's had sex with um, Clarissa. Yeah. Um, you know, she turns around <coughs> and talks to him and he looks at her body and she's like... No, no, what, what happens is uh, they're, they're doing the getting down and dirty and an extra one of her arms, arms comes, comes around, around and she's, she's already car- caressing his chest with her right hand and get another right hand starts caressing his face and he's like, what the fuck, Paul falls out of bed. And she's doing the same front butt sort of maneuver. Her legs are facing one way, her top half's facing another way. So it shakes his head a bit, and, and then she's, back, she's normal. back normal. It's like, will you just, man? I'm freaking out. And then I'm McFly, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's out. Um, overall, though, I, I, going back to that, uh, it was original enough in in this yeah. a creatureish. The, the, the creature the concept was cool. Um, yes, so I enjoyed the effects. It was definitely something that stuck with you. Um, the negative is it wrapped it up all way too quickly mm-hmm. uh, for me. Um, you finally get a feel for this sort of this creature and what is actually going on, yep. and then the movie ends. Yeah, mm. pull it apart. Go, go for lots. Overall, I didn't really like it, based purely on the fact that it was so overplayed that there was a mystery conspiracy going on, uh, and it just felt like it was dangling over your head the entire time. And it's like, haha, I'm not going to tell you what's going on until the very end. Can tell I me, tell me what the fuck's going on? Exactly right. It lacked itself in the story. As B movies go, though, oh, does it get a pass mark? Yeah, C. No, no. I don't. I really didn't enjoy it. The okay. only, the only, the only thing I have going for it is that it, the end was very disgusting and very unique. Yeah, but I didn't see that as necessarily a positive for me because I didn't enjoy, enjoy the it. scene. I could just appreciate that that was really disgusting and really unique. <laughs> Fair enough. <Yeah. laughs> like there, there was definitely. Uh, Sort of thinking back to actually character ass performances and and so on. So there's a few scenes and a few things I did really like about. There's a, it's filled with visual metaphor and and that kind of thing. Like uh, I'll just say it right now. Like Clarissa turns out to be one of them, uh, and she's got because I thought moving up to it. Uh, there's an early scene with the parents 
fawning over some slugs so i thought they were going to be like slug-like creatures and then especially with the tape saying that the, the parents like you can mate with someone of your own sex or some of the other sex and ask it doesn't matter which is a, a tendency of, of slugs, slugs as well but they tend to be a bit hermaphroditic don't really care about genetics uh and yeah so clarissa's necklace was like a slug freaking string yes it's just a silvery random bit uh there's a, a few other little metaphors throughout but yeah over, overall yeah i enjoyed it in the end because it's body horror i don't know like, I, I liked the i liked the the creatures i created and all that kind of thing i don't know like i'm, I'm definitely like just a, on the you, fence yeah, you're, yeah. You've, you've passed like i Bill, like you've got the past i liked brain. it enough that it, it's as i said to matt before before we started recording this i it's not like an a plus b movie no for, for me mm. it's a b minus c mm. right it's not the c worst plus. b movies you'll ever see um with given the given the bit of bit of gore and the originality in the creature it gets a pass mark for me this movie probably only needed 10 more minutes of dialogue like usually we hate when things need more di- like it doesn't need more dialogue usually yeah. but this thing if, it, if they had given you 10 more minutes of dialogue whether that be at the end yeah. to wrap things up a bit mm. better in those scenes or scatter two minutes here or there throughout yep. the movie this yeah. film gets like a, a B plus yeah, could have been a lot better. if you just give it 10 more minutes of talking but yeah. at the same time that's the power of hindsight it is the power but, of hindsight but yeah for what for the film that it had yeah I, I read an interesting uh, a quote of, of this movie by a reviewer and I think I, I liked it so much it was uh, no one who sees the last half hour of this movie will ever forget it though quite a few may want to yeah Bad. and i think that fair. mikey will agree it feel yeah it definitely <laughs> does feel like a very poor mystery lead up to that <laughs> to that whatever to the that, shunting thick girthy shunting uh what Ooh. do we recommend it i would if you like just dis- weird disgustingish horrorish movies mm-hmm. uh it's not an overall horror movie i, mm-hmm. I say watch it because it's just fucking weird I, I would actually say, even though it's barely a passing B, uh, high C, I'd say watch it because Morgan made me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to share the pain. It's sort of like The Ring, really. Yeah. It's, uh, actually, it's one of those ones where it's not like, it's so bad, it's good, it's not, it's a great film. It's just, what the fuck? I want someone else to have seen this so I feel less burdened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a, a, a lot of decent what the fuck moments. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to add to that before we go on to spoilers? Spoiler reduce? No, I guess yeah. not. Ready I mean, on to spoilers? Um, I don't recommend it. You don't recommend yeah, it? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. No, I, say just, uh, we, I know we don't. We try to avoid caveats, but I feel like the only thing you can do here is either don't watch it or only watch it if you want to watch that end scene. Yeah. That's, just that's actually, you can probably it. just watch the end scene. It'll yeah. be on just, somewhere. It will have no, the end scene. Skip, skip the first hour of the movie. Uh, yeah, well, it'll leave you... Up, all that story, all that nuance. <laughs> it'll it'll un- unsettle your stomach. Don't have eaten a big meal before it. Definitely don't eat like a big bowl of like a... Uh, Greasy. No, like a tomato mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't be eating that while you're watching it. Yeah, don't, be eating, go, don't eat oh. anything like pink and gooey. Just like bacon in tomato sauce with noodles. Nice. Mm. And some shunting. <laughs> big helping of shunting. Um... Move into spoilers? Spoilery do's. So, <clears throat> where one might have thought this is a, a film about a teen with general anxiety disorder and some uh, delusions and that kind of thing, stemming from what we would assume based upon the content being his internalised self-homophobia because he's gay. 
Because what you have to remember is there's all these little, all these visual little metaphors, like when he's on the beach, he's sitting there kissing his lady, but then he's interrupted. And the only people who coat her in their white gooey stuff are some surreptitious teens that are incredibly sneaky because, well, actually, that, can we just say for that scene? If two kids can walk, sneak up through the sand at the beach, steal your suntan lotion off the towel that's in between you, and then squirt you with it, you kind of deserve it. Yeah. But either way... Having said that, at the scene near the end, he's in the room with the knife, and then all of a sudden there's 15 people in the room yeah, with him. they're weird magical creatures from society, <laughs> and also been drugged. Shut up. I'm, I'm doing a thing. Okay. Uh, and then... No, what, but to be fair... They, they, they'd all been melded as one, yeah. just and hiding just in a corner, and then they're in a corner. <laughs> 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 I'm, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, and then that scene continues, and uh, Clarissa ends up with the air quotes uh, tanning lotion slash jizz, <laughs> and she sprays him, standing over him, dominating him. <laughs> okay. Continuing on, he's then uh, choked a little bit by some uh, boy men who he's trying to be hanging out in their party with. Trying to alpha dog them. Yeah, trying to alpha dog them, but he's quickly sort of Alfred. Alfred, and he, he's, he's a bit oh, definitely no, beta dog. Doesn't know how to feel about that, and that's that sort of brings on his delusion of his family and their sexuality. It's sort of classic sort of displacement. He's blaming them. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, you're the weird ones. I'm not. And then uh, moving further on, uh, there's yeah, so. I think I've run the course of that. I'm getting some steers now. Uh, <laughs> so what the film actually ends up turning out to be, yes, they're not slug monsters, but they are monsters. And they are, in fact, banging and eating. Pretty much, pretty much. And everyone is. Like, he's, he's, his parents, he's actually adopted. Um, his parents have basically raised him from... Never really revealed. Again, this is something mm. that is an important bit of information is uh, he can't really... like. He, I'm guessing for quite some time because mm. unless they wiped his memory somehow, no. they adopted him as a child for the sole purpose of eventually eating him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, that's no. not mentioned. No. Like, they, yeah. There's a scene where the opportunity was... And they say, you know, they took you in. They could have said they took you in as a baby. And you go, okay, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. I now know. All you need is that one word. Yeah. One word. Um, but yeah, I think I think also the whole purpose of his uh, his existence was as a delicacy. So it probably would have been as a baby. Yeah. He's being raised as this delicacy of one of the lowborn raised in high society. So he's got all the rich foods. And all the well, what I would gooey. have wanted to know as well as like... Um, the family don't turn on him in, in a sense for a, lo- a lot of time until he starts to question why. Um, if he had a f- fallen in, which many could have, into the life of high society of picking on kids and, and living a, more of a life of luxury and actually doing that, would they have accepted him more and he not be eaten? No. No, no he was a food stuff. Because they, they specifically say, you have to be born. That's right, you have to be born into one of us. And he wasn't born into it. He was raised in it, but he wasn't born into it. And you were only here for entertainment. You were theatre to us. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was just dinner and a show. Cool. Um, But anyway, so everyone basically... Had he started bullying kids, they'd been like, oh, he thinks he's people. People. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It tastes a little sweeter. Mm -hmm. Um, So his parents are, his sister is, his girlfriend, or the girl he falls in love with. This was one thing that I was kind of annoyed with it because it was like... At one point, he gets the cops like pull him over or he stop him or something like that, and they're like, "Next time we meet, it'll be under much worse circumstances." Like, well, he's one of them, and oh, yeah. then the ambulance people are like, "He's like, is he dead?" And they're like, 
don't say anything, you put him in, it's like, well, they're both in on it. Yeah. The psychiatrist is like, I'm the only one that you can trust. And the thing's like, well, he's in on it. Yeah. It's like, well, I know exactly who here is because. Had there been a, a scene with a principal or anything? They're yeah. in on it. Yeah. Anyone. Basically, any authority figure in the film is one of the uh, society. Yeah. Part of the society. Uh, and there's a, there's a few good like there's a few good scenes there where like we said the um the sister doing the she turn turns it around Top the girlfriend around. does it um the two people I refer like three people I referred to earlier in the bedroom scene with the the bad practical effect is actually his mother and sister are having sex they're combined she's crawled up inside the mum basically well, Basi- the dad's there as well right the, yeah. the dad's yeah. separate though he's he's over on the side he's he was taking the a break arms. no at this point no she was the arms. But the, the one no, doing the no, handstand. No, I think they've sort of combined and split, so he's in sort of both. In, in two parts, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's very clearly man's arm. He's just, definitely doing something, but his face is at the asshole. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're right because earlier in the film, he uh, calls his dad a butthead. He's like, "Yes, you're right. I am a butthead." Uh, which that made me laugh yeah. <laughs> made me cringe pretty hard not gonna lie and like I, I liked that scene in the sense that around his face they'd made it wrinkled like yeah. a sphincter <laughs> yeah. um, I, I I giggled mm-hmm. so. I giggled at the <laughs> part yeah. and I didn't giggle at that <laughs> And also uh, the the fact that the the sister's head basically protrudes out of the vagina of the vagina. So there's this guy there. He's a rich, rich. There's a couple of rich kids in there. He's having this being, as Matt said, on the beach. He gets uh, wants to go to one of the guys' parties. Who's up there? Ferguson. Blah, 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 Ferguson. Mm. He ends up being like one of the the new up and coming kids, yeah. and uh, they call him what the master of the shunt. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously proving his worth as far as the uh, melding goes. Uh, and another guy is going against cl- class for class president sort yeah. of thing or whatever it the is. Big dude's little brother. Uh, the, yeah, the big dude's little brother. Um, and they're all trying to you know, turn it out. They end up in a fist fight, um, Ferguson and, yeah. and Billy. Mm. And basically, the it's like is Billy's fighting a rubber man. His punches don't really hurt the rubber man. Yeah, and then the rubber man basically, uh, Ferguson tries to give him a kiss, basically mm. like start to start the, the, the sucker shut, shut and, and uh, suck nutrients out of him. But what happens is they become pliable when they do this, and he obviously becomes pliable before Billy becomes pliable. Mm. Um, so Billy, after have witnessing the judge uh, fist Blanchard's asshole and police basically head back mm. through, so they can all get. Really melded and get yeah. that last little bit of squeeze the juice fatty out of the nutri- yeah. nutrients. I like squeezing a, a lemon. For the last <laughs> <little> bit. <laughs> uh, Billy has seen that, so he goes fuck it, and he actually punches Ferguson swear up the asshole, which makes him pull away, going very yeah. uh, comical, yeah. and he's pliable, reaches the whole way up, pokes his fingers out of his eye sockets, and then drags him head backwards through his body and inside yeah. out. Pulls his yeah. head through his ass. Now, he's basically killed him at this point, because I'm guessing from what I gather, he was only semi-pliable at the point, and he's now just congealing on the ground, because they said, oh, quickly before he congeals, but obviously yeah. it was too late. Yeah. No, no. I I thought they said uh, wait till he congeals. So I think they're like, don't touch him just yet. He's probably in a lot of pain, but just we got to wait till he's a bit more solid so we can push him right through again. Oh, I figured he was dead. Yeah, he's de- he's I dead because she because the judge at the end says, oh, I guess I've got an op- another opening yeah. in Washington. Well, true, because I, I think there's a shot of the uh, shimmery in, inside out fella. It sort of quivers a bit and then stops. stops. So he dies in that scene. Yeah. yeah. I thought that he was dead because how else do you have the teenage fantasy of getting to kill your bully happen in a movie? Yeah. Uh, you go so, to a school. 
with the, no. So that was one of the other, like, it was nowhere near as squeamish, mm. stomach-turning as the uh, original shunting of Blanchard, but it was definitely visceral. In I the, thought it was just really well executed, that yeah. particular... Oh, the practical, like, whether yeah, the yeah. eyes get poked out yeah, and then yeah, he, yeah. Like, he actually does it, yeah. yeah. Great, great scene, and then on the internals, there's slugs and centipedes, yeah. and that's what he's been eating otherwise, yeah. other than yeah. other than people. Yeah, um, and then they all sort of go, "He's willing to fist us inside out. Let's make a bit of a room for him." And he's one of they were severely friend. outnumbered, though. Yeah, there's also uh, in addition to Clarissa, there's one other friend who was like, "I've been following you around. I think you're right," and it happens to be there with a gun. And hadn't been doing anything really until that moment. It's like, all right, let's go. They all jump into his jeep and drive drive off. off. Roll credits. End of film. Mm, Not a fan. There was a sequel in the works. (laughs) There was a sequel in the works. Was there a sequel? Body was called uh, Society Body Something or something. Yeah. Goop. Body modification, I think it was called. No, Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's business, and they're the ones that tell you to put porous rocks in your vagina because apparently they have no idea about you know female reproductive system and how to keep it clean dear god oh, she's she also had these uh, stick on magnets which were meant to heal a lot of things she called a child apple yeah she called the second one iphone x <laughs> hey what a sellout anyway uh, that was the shunting also known as society <laughs> from 1989 <laughs> next week definitely pick. watch definitely watch no watch it Watch it so I know uh, someone else has suffered. Don't uh, blame me if you watch it. I told you no. Directed or produced Reanimator? Uh, uh, I think direct, he's the producer, producer on the first one, and then I think he's director on all the other ones Once, after. Yeah. Um, the ones that got worse. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, oh, I've got all of it home, Doris. My pick is Robot from 2010. <gasps> Does it star Antonio Banderas? That's right. This guy directed The Dentist and mm. The Dentist 2. So if you have an issue with teeth. Yeah, Anythron. Oh! Anythron. Oh, I've seen this. Enthron, that's one. Action sci-fi thriller? Enthira. Action, action sci-fi thriller. Uh, it is a Bollywood film. Have you seen this before? Yeah, is this the one where you, like there's a whole bunch of them they combine and make snakes mm. and that kind of thing? They, mm. they shunt at all? They do not. They, they robo-shunt. They kind of shunt. Oh, I'm going to like it. And that's the episode, folks. Thanks for listening. Give us a, I don't know, like on Facebook. I don't know, what, 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 what do people do? Likes on Facebook and share us on SoundCloud? I, I don't know. Anyway, that's the end. Catch you next week.